Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey folks, welcome back to Ugly Pulp Odyssey. This is episode 5, and today we're going to discuss Joker, the 2019 film directed by Todd Phillips and starring Joaquin Phoenix in the title role, uh, which earned him the Best Actor Oscar. Um, it also stars De Niro and Zazie Beetz in supporting roles. Uh, Ross introduces a new section called I'm Smarticus, where he tests me and Martin to see how much we are paying attention to the film, and we talk about our favourite Jokers um, from all of the different depictions of the character. Uh, we also educate some of our non-Scottish listeners um, about various Scottish terms, mainly for violence, among other things. Um, there's a lot of old man patter, which you'll learn about, um, and you'll probably hear that I'm nursing a pretty heavy cold, so apologies for some of the weird bodily noises that you'll hear throughout this. Um, we're back in lockdown here, so this is obviously done virtually. Uh, we hope that everyone listening is hanging in there, and hopefully this podcast helps you through your day in some way, or keeps you occupied. Anyway, let's get to it. doing guys this is too early Pop for it. me yeah half 12 on a saturday aye uh, it feels weird to be doing this under daylight mm. it does a bit like i barely open these fucking blinds <laughs> it feels like the um the lowbrow nature of the the podcast usually and it's sordid contents should only be done under cover of darkness i know it doesn't feel right <laughs> however it's never too early for <laughs> a scoop out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've had the listeners can't myself. see me, but my beard just went all over me, which is good. I think that um, I the listeners that. could probably we could reveal a wee bit about our um, our sort of routines, our morning routines to the listeners here. Uh, Roscoe, what have what have you had for breakfast? Uh, fuck all, nothing. Oh wow! In fact, good, no, wait, good, sorry, good. that's not true. I had I had a uh, uh, fiber bar. Promoting a healthy lifestyle, that fiber, fiber, healthy, isn't it? It's 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 like chocolate flavored, so all good. Good. Um, I've had um, my multivitamins. I've had um, a bowl of cereal, a cup of tea, and I'm now about to open a big juicy can of Vocation Brewery Love and Hate New England IPA, which is one of the most delicious beers that I've ever ever tasted. Wait till the sponsor us before you start that. <laughs> how, oh, how strong is that one, Buzz? Here, by the way, it is seven point two percent. Well, it's, it is half 12, do you know what I mean? Fuck's sake. This is why this guy's tired all the time. <laughs> Have a look at colour of that. Do you know what I feel like whenever um, 
you put those screenshots of the zooms up on Facebook. Aye. Do you know that episode of The Simpsons where uh, they say that Lenny's house fall down? And he's like, <laughs> please don't tell anyone how I live. That's, that's I feel like. Seriously though, look at that. Is that not a t- fucking delicious looking beer? It's quite cloudy. It uh, is. It, it is so tasty. It's unbelievable. I wish you could smell the zesty aromas. Right, so we better, better chat about films, eh? Because nobody wants to hear this. Oh, man. Right, I suppose so, actually, aye. Um, right, so, so today, today we're talking about Joker. Um, me and uh, Ross had both seen it um, in the pictures. Uh, Baz hadn't seen it before we decided to do this. Yep. And me and Ross thought that Baz would hate it. So before we get into it, Baz, Ross, go, do you want to just give us a little quick plot synopsis? Ah, you'll just, I'll just go straight over to you, Ross, if you want to do that, and maybe just tell us a wee bit about this this film in general. Yeah, sure. We'll go through the, we'll run through the plot. Um, so it's set in Gotham in, is it 83 or 81? Can't 81. 81. Um, we follow Arthur Fleck, who's played by Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, that's how you pronounce his name. I did look it up. <laughs> um, he, he plays Arthur Fleck, who... He's a clown for hire, and he suffers from a neurological condition that makes Aye. him laugh at inappropriate moments. So he's living in Gotham City. good for a character and the, the Joker, I suppose, isn't it? It's, uh... ah, exactly. I mean, it's a good excuse to get some laughs in. Um, <laughs> so he, he's living in Gotham in the 1980s. There's all these problems. Poverty, there's a, a refuse strike on the go. He's got... Um, he's going through counselling because he's got mental health, a history of mental health issues, but it's not it's not very great. He's on a ton of medication. He's quite a lonely guy. He stays with his mum, um, and then things just start going to shit for him. Right, right off the bat, he, right off the bat, he's throwing a sign about outside the music shop, and uh, a bunch of kids just decide to steal his sign, and then when he chases after them, they kick fucking. Ch- Wumps at him. Right. Say shit, Ross. Well, aye. We can, we can definitely say shit. Can Kick we? fuck at him. Well, aye. <laughs> fucking batteries, fucking heated, man. This is the thing. Um, apparently, there's some. I've noticed that there's some. Uh, there's some listeners over across the pond. I've seen that. Yeah, that's quite funny. Uh, so, um, thank you to our transatlantic brethren for for tuning in. If they can understand the word that we're saying. Um, I just assumed it was your cousins. You know, it could be. There's, actually, one in, uh, there's, there's, we'll well, there's some in Canada and there's some in America, though. Oh, I was oh, looking and I seen one that was in um, Dubai, and I was like, "Who the fuck is listening to that?" And it's also uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's people in like Texas and California and stuff tuning in, so thanks. Well, for then that. we better not offend the Texans because they'll fucking gun us down. Oh, guys. <laughs> um, so on. kick fuck out of um, Scottish for um, assault. They, they assault him if you've not seen it before <laughs> um, after after that uh, Arthur manages to acquire a gun for protection um, and and trying to defend himself against three yuppies um, guns them down two of them in self defence and one of them probably in cold blood would you agree yep. yeah one of them just for fun one just for fun. Kinda reminded me of that bit uh any seen the French connection. Mm-hmm. Kinda reminded me a bit of that. See where all the kind of subway stuff and running up the stairs. 
Aye, it's got a, uh, it's got the same look. Yeah. Um. So. Right. So we don't need again. Uh, we don't need to tell everybody because we'll get to that. But. Aye. So. That section I, I would like to point point out also was highly satisfying for everybody watching, wasn't it? Pretty much. Aye. Oh, I very. Like I, you know, I think that's obviously one of the things that the film plays upon a lot is just how like you're rooting for them a lot of the time. You're oh, like, I mean, that's on you go after fucking on yourself. But, but you see as well all all the kind of people that that inspires, and then to start protesting everything. So Aye. even the people in the film are like, oh fucking brilliant, get them. So guys, when <laughs> exactly. I told people we were doing Joker, um, yep. I didn't think you'd like it. Ross didn't think you'd like it. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't think you'd like it. So yep. did you like it? I loved it. Aye, absolutely, absolutely loved it. That's surprising. I know. And you'll, you'll see how much I loved it during our ratings section. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd hear Barry on this or in private um, saying anything positive about a comic book film. Uh, <laughs> do you know it's not even the comic book really, film? I just nah, I know, I know. I it's, just to, um, to be fair, it's so it's so different from. I was thinking about this the other night. It's so different from any other comic book film. Oh, it's um, it's not a comic book film, and it really no. It's not the, the, the only thing that can I comes kind of close is have you seen Logan Martin ah. just in the way that it's more a kind of character film fair enough it's still got all the CGI action stuff in it when Joker doesn't but that's about the closest thing yeah. it's a psychological black comedy oh. can he really in it aye aye something like that it's, it's just it's just a character study. It's it's almost they've they've took all the stuff that makes Batman and the Joker um, extraordinary. They've kind of transplanted it into the real world and thought how 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 could this how could this character come about in a in a real way and what what would he do? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's not he's not running about with laughing gas or anything like that. <laughs> and Batman's not kind of zooming down the street and a Batmobile or a fucking Batcopter or Bat whatever <laughs> Bat bus <laughs> Batcopter I think like so the so I obviously, I obviously like it as well I've seen it three times now and like it's nothing to do with particular it's not like a a groundbreaking plot or it's kind of like a plot as old as time it's just basically like a breaking bad plot in it like a oh, good guy or, or a good guy or a normal guy going bad it's, the reason it's, why it's, it's so enjoyable driver. is you just get to watch Joaquin for two hours. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And it's, I mean, two two hours, it's, I think most films are starting to kind of get to that stage now, but for a while, films were generally an hour and a half. But yep. I, I don't know I don't know about you, so that, that, I don't think it drags at any point. No. It's definitely not too long or anything. Um, no. So where were we in the plot there, Ross? We got, we got off in one there. Aye, aye. Uh, so he's gunned down these yuppies, uh, which again for him across the pond. How how would you describe a, a yuppie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably in a similar way. I, he shoots fuck at them. I I, th- no, I thought yuppies were. I thought that came about. Well, that was in an Britain English thing. Yeah. I thought but, yuppies was an American term. We don't really well, have a word for for, for Wall Street kind of fat cats. Aye, pretty uh, we much. don't really have a word for right. that, don't we? Know? Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> or um, if you've ever seen, uh, uh, we, we need to mention uh, Bob Mortimer's Train Guy. Uh, it's, it's basically that. Do you it's know, son, see before guy. we were doing this, I knew 
because for some reason that popped out of my head today and I was like, ah, we should totally talk about that. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically him. It's three guys like that who kills. <clears throat> I think, like, the, 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 the sort of, the reason why you love it so much is, like, those characters, we've all encountered those characters on trains before. 100%. And, uh, and you, I mean, similar thoughts do go through your head, don't they? He's a blast, Buzz. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that, man. You can't impersonate oh, yeah. the, the genius that is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at you with your lockdown haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just riding the rails into London. Yeah, superbia. Yeah, I just got my suit from uh, Moss Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please go check out Train Guy Bob Mortimer. It's one of the greatest things you'll see in social media. Alright, so. Uh, Arthur kills three train guys. Um, <laughs> he's he's also got a very kind of sad home life. He stays stays with his his mother, who she seems to be kind of mentally ill. She's obsessed with writing to Thomas Wayne. Yep. Um, the two of them watch the Murray Franklin show, which yep. Murray Frank is it's kind of Jimmy Carson, David Letterman type. Yeah, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. Um. <laughs> That's Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Jimmy Carr. Nice. Um, so they, they watch that together, and he he kind of imagines himself being on that show. He's he's like a kind of I don't think I said he's an aspiring stand up comedian. Um, yep. So so he's his dream is to be on that show and to impress Murray. Um, but. It, uh, it's quite a sad existence he's got because I mean you see him in the walk to his kind of apartment. It's everything's covered in shit because of the the strike. He's he's hunched over. He's miserable. Yep. Look, up those stairs. Imagine fucking living there. Fuck that. Aye. I think like <laughs> the whole this. the whole um, set of the film as well was designed in such a way to sort of ramp up the misery Aye. and just make you feel like I would fucking hate to live with that. Uh, even um, even the the kind of colours, see the way the kind of cinematography is done, it's quite yep. kind of dur and. Like, uh, it's all kind of like browns in the first, and part, the first half of the film and sort of blacks mm. into it and sooty kind of uh, stuff. It's um, it's probably it's probably the most like out of all the Batman films have been. It's probably the most you've actually got to see Gotham City, and kind of yeah. Well, I think at, like at something I level. picked up on as well is is the um, the the sort of the way that. Um, so Gotham, if we think of it as New York, right? Obviously, it could be a, a sort of um, representation of any sort of metropolis. But I think most people would sort of, cons- you know, relate it to New York. Um, th- there was it's like how New York's changed over the past thirty years or so. So basically, you hear a lot of people who who are like native New Yorkers, like that they say that in the eighties and stuff like that, it was it was like that. It was really grimy. Like that, like Times Square. Oh, there was a there was a sanitary. Sorry, there was a sanitary. Fucking strike in right. nineteen eighty one in New York. Was on no, is that yeah, what it's based on? With giant rats and all that running about. And yeah, but it it was known though that New York was this um, sort of grimy, uh, dingy place mm-hmm. back then, and it only really sort of evolved into the sprawling, sparkling metropolis. You know, very recently. Um, so I right, think there's no, an element of realism to it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Oh. Um, so where were we? I, I think I missed out before he kills the the train guys. Um, 
he, he'd lost his job because he took a gun to a, a children's hospital ward. Oh, that's right. Aye. Claimed, claimed it was part of his act. Did anyone else he, um, gasp when that happened? I think, see, see his uh, kind of the wee scream Reaction. that he does. Uh, like, the, he carry pick it up and all that. Uh, that's what it, it's such a... <laughs> It's such a kind of physical. I think he's done great. See the kind of physicality of the performance, oh, like the way he's hunched over all the time. But even when he's performing, and see yep. the way whenever he runs in it, even when That's he's amazing. not get his clown gear on, it looks <laughs> like he's wearing shoes that are like three sizes too big for him. <laughs> yep, They're brilliant. Aye, no, that yeah. bit when he's when he's in the children's hospital and it just and it flies at his sleeve or something like that. Literally, I just I just gasped because it was. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where, like, when you already know how pathetic he is and you already know how sad his life is, it's like that. That's just like a dagger in the heart. It's just ah, you know, so because like it's so bad already, and then you're just like, oh no. He's actually just chucked a gun across the floor of a children's hospital. Yeah. Cool. And it's, it's it's it is it's one thing after another though. He just gets ground down. Um, yep. How much of a dick is his boss at the start? Oh no! Oh no. god! I know. I'm I'm surprised that. But, you know, after everything, like, it doesn't go after him. Um, kind of picks his, yeah. his targets enough anyway. But then again, I suppose there's not really meant to be any rhyme or reason to him, is there? Aye, I think Murray's, I think Murray's only actual... Murray and Wayne, because they're his father figures. No, what, mm-hmm. what, about, the, what about the guy... Um, what about the guy that done him in, that, that, that done him in his boss? He fucking dispatches him. Aye, but he only done him in because he turned up to his house, though. He didn't... That was like a... It was like a murder of the second degree. Oh, I suppose it was kind of like a by chance thing. He would have have resented him anyway, but he just decided, like, no, actually, you you put me in this situation. Uh, Deed. (laughs) That's you, Deed. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, well, well, I'm here, you know what I mean? We'll get to that scene. We'll get to that scene. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, So, things, things just start going from from bad to worse and grinding them down so it he finds a letter he finds the letter one of the letters oh, that his mum's been writing to to thomas wayne and it it kind of tries to explain that he's his parentage that he's actually thomas wayne's um illegitimate son yep see uh, see if they if they didn't through with that i would have been happy i thought that was daft oh no it was daft it was daft but again it, it did help move everything forward Aye. Aye, well, I, mean, I actually didn't know just because of my lack of knowledge, and you guys can tell me um, of the whole sort of world, the whole Batman universe, or whatever. That to me, that could have been something that already existed. Um, I don't, I don't know if that, if that was already a, a plot line that had been explored and other things, or whatever. So I was genuinely intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. Now I understand where you're coming from, Martin. Sometimes when they shoe shoehorn stuff like that, and you're like, ah, surely not. But Aye. to me. Um, I mean, I don't know I if there is. But I don't know whether it was already a thing. There's or not. so many kind of incarnations of it all in the yep. comics and that, and it's written by so many people that there could be one. I don't know if there is. Do you know, Ross? I, I don't know, and it's difficult because there's there's loads of comic books that are just based on a a what if basis. Mm-hmm. So there could there could well be something <clears> out there, uh, but I think it's interesting though the. When even though it's denied by everyone involved, and there is a good, like you know, there's evidence and stuff there. They kind of his his mum's excuse of, well, of course, all that stuff's there. The guy's a a billionaire. Like mm-hmm. he's he's had that all arranged and everything to hide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of 
is that not a legitimate excuse? It's not really definitive. Billionaire, but still can't he, um, stop a stranger from coming up and assaulting his son. Aye, that was weird. <laughs> put put his fingers in his mouth for some reason. So what do you think, like Thomas Wayne in it? Because he's like, in all the other Batman he's, films, he's like a, a philanthropist, yeah. a good guy, and it, it, it makes you feel. And all the other ones, it makes you feel for Batman, for Bruce, because he lost his dad and he was an ICI. And now you feel for the Alfred, um, Arthur. Arthur. Alfred's the fucking... You feel <laughs> for Arthur because he's maybe lost his dad, but his dad's like a bastard. You, f- you feel yeah. for Alfred because he's a butler and he gets no thanks. Exactly. I feel like, um, I feel like that's maybe, maybe one of the things which is... Oh man, my cold is just gradually getting worse as this goes on. Can you hear this? Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway. Can you get COVID via Zoom? <laughs> I'm struggling to breathe. I'm struggling to finish a sentence here. Get out of breath. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I, I feel like that that's maybe one of the elements which is just geared towards the this film only. Which is that like um, the rich guy is the asshole. Mm-hmm. Who basically, I mean, don't get me wrong, like the, I think the side that works in the film is the fact that he's actually, he's doing he, when you think about it, he's kind of in the right, he's basically punches him and all that kind of stuff and tells him not to touch his son, it's like, Arthur mm. went up and basically fucking assaulted a wee boy so it's like, Aye. there's nothing really wrong with what Thomas Wayne does it's just that you still just think he's an arsehole because of how flippant he is about it, it's Aye. just one of those things, I think the whole film plays on that you, how quick you can be sometimes to judge people just because of their status and all that kind of stuff and you love to hate Rich people. I think most people love to hate the super rich, so uh, it just kind of works well. I kind of hate it. I hate the fact that that guy was in The Dark Knight Rises. That annoyed me a wee bit. <laughs> uh, Thomas? No, aye, Thomas, sorry. Aye. So I he's in The Dark Knight Rises, and it kind of annoyed me he's playing two parts in the same universe. Hmm. Well, it's not really <coughs> the same universe, but... You know what I mean, though? Just I know, I know. Pick literally yeah. any other actor. I mean... Uh, he's, he is quite... That guy's quite... He's smarmy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely, aye, absolutely. Um, aye, so we've we've covered that the um, travelling to Wayne Manor to um, act weird in front of Bruce, uh, scare yes. him for life. <coughs> um, I think it's after that when he comes back that the detectives are are starting to kind of come and think of him as a suspect for these murders. Which are being investigated in the subway. That's right, aye. And in talking to his mother, she ends up taking a stroke. But yep. what we've also ignored, actually, I've just remembered, is that he's kind of struck up at this aye, point. Girlfriend. Aye. He's oh, struck aye. up a kind of relationship with a neighbour down the hall from him. Um, That's right, aye. Played by Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Where he's like. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that sounds, that's like what. what um, when I'm roasting some beetroot, that's what I call them. They're Mazazi beets. Roasted beetroot? <laughs> what is this fucking World War Two? <laughs> fucking incredible, mate. Just because you only eat fucking chips and pizza. <laughs> you literally only eat chips and pizza. <laughs> Don't talk to me about pizza. Oh god. Fucking pizza beet, what's that? <laughs> um. <laughs> is that a purple shit? <laughs> You don't like onions? Forget pizza gate. We're talking again. Does not like onions? Onions are terrible. Even I eat onions. So there you go. And onions. Literally, the basis of like 
80% of all amazing food. That's kind of why I hate it. It's just like, oh, look at me. But if you don't I'm like them, you must inadvertently eat them all the time. Oh, I do. So, how does that work? It's you just, just don't like, like food. Big mass, you know, like big massive chunks of curry and all that? It's like, <laughs> but if you fire, it'll be tiny bits and pasta and all that. I don't care. Right, interesting. Fun times. Ah, very fun. Anyway, moving on. Episode 5, Onion. <laughs> the Onion Ring. Uh, the Onion Ring. <laughs> Only about three people are going to get that, for fuck's sake. Let's move on. Anyway, let's carry on. Aye, okay. So, Arthur's kind of struck up this relationship um, with his neighbour down the hall. She's kind of been out, kind of walking about with him, went to one of his stand up shows, um, and she's, she's kind of comforting him while he's kind of visiting his sick mother and he's, the TV's on in the background and a video of his stand-up um, is played Aye. on the Murray Franklin show. Yep. And it, I think it's quite it's quite sad that because at first it's he seems nice. really excited about it and then he starts getting slated and it's like... Not to mention just, the fact that it's playing in the hotel, uh, the, hotel the hospital room uh, where his yeah. mum is dying. So it's it's just it's just like another another knock to him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I can't remember if it happens before or after, but his kind of counselling also gets cancelled just yeah, by budget right, cuts yeah. in the city, um, which it, it always it it's an interesting thing to think about this film. Do you feel sorry for him even after what it becomes? I mean, Martha is that. The, the film's making out that he he is a product of the society that he's been uh, brought up in. Definitely. So that's what he says at the end. Yeah. When, on when he's on the show. Yeah. When you take a mentally ill guy and ignore him and run all mm-hmm. over him and probably yeah. a bit extreme, but you know. Um, yeah. I uh, so so that happens, and then I think after that he gets the the call they they want him to to come on. The show. That's right. Yeah. Um, and he's he's up for that. He he takes a trip to Arkham Asylum. Well, no. Well, he he visits. Sorry, visits Thomas Wayne at the the cinema. That's the big right. Uh, charity do. Uh, Charlie Chaplin's playing Modern Times. If you've not watched Charlie, that, you watch can just it. walk into cinemas and just stand in front of people. Um, no, well, the, way, the way he slips, no, he slips through security. Like and then he he beats up somebody and dresses up as a an usher. Exactly. Uh, Who's he beating up? He's not beating up anyone. But I. But the point is that he's he's unlocked his new persona, and uh, also junkie strength. That's true. Aye. That's there's, a real thing. There's quite a lot of uh, Chaplin stuff in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 100%. I think it's, it's I think it's quite interesting. See, apart from the kind of all the slapstick comedy, which translates that modern times is quite an anti-capitalist film. Uh-huh. Charlie Chaplin himself get exiled I think during all the kind of McCarthy yep. trial all that kind of he stuff he was un-American yeah um, but e- even down to uh, Smile gets played quite a lot that's yeah, what that's he comes right, out yeah. to when he's on the Murray Franklin show so but uh, Mod- Modern Times is great if you haven't seen it go and, go and watch that um, definitely so yeah, uh, cost Thomas Wayne and I think we already said that he just kind of completely kiboshes what he said like tells him that his mum was locked up in Arkham that he's adopted yep. and like he was abused when he was younger and again and punches fuck at him aye 
kicks kicks fuck at him. Um, <laughs> well, actually, don't, don't fucking touch um, my son. To keep to keep going with the Scottish vernacular for physical beatings, what what's, what would we call a single punch? Is that just a crack? Decked, decked him. Cracks him, decks him. Well, is decking somebody? Do they need to fall down for it to be? I believe they would need to be removed from consciousness for it to be a decking, aye. Definitely a crack. Yeah, just cracks him. Aye, there you go. Crack someone, cracks him. Right in the nose. Can't wait to do like a like like a fucking action fighting film with Bloodsport or something. Aye, boy, cracks him. Then another boy cracks him back. Jean Claude Van Damme just kicks him in the balls. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> oh man! Uh, in case the listeners, any listeners, all the listeners who don't know me personally will not know that um, I absolutely love fucking old man patter. It's the best. She just thinks that sort of old Scottish guys commit me. One of them is that absolutely everybody, any male person that they describe in a story, is a boy. Oh, I. Like regardless of age or stature or whatever, I the boy just uh, did this. The boy did that. <coughs> you, you, still into that you still into that music, son? <laughs> yes, there's that as well. Uh, the way that an entire profession can be reduced to uh, you still strumming, son? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there is there much much money in that music, son? Ah, you, you, you do all right with it. Ah, you still with the band? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable, man. Honestly. Aye, the boy. Can I beat it? So the boy cracks uh, Arthur. <laughs> uh, well, he, he takes that kind of the advice and he, he, he kind of makes his way out to Arkham Asylum. Um, again, quite funny in this film. It's, you know, all these kind of super villains and superheroes you're used to seeing are all travelling about by helicopter or they're flying or whatever. Arthur's on the bus or the subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's true. But yeah. we see that bit when he like it's the he, he brings out the wee card for the first time. That says, yes. "I have a condition." Ah, she yeah. doesn't What's give it back. fucking is that more? She she doesn't even <coughs> get. Uh, she it. was it horrible. Says, it, it says on it, "Please give me this card back," and she doesn't do it. Arsehole Aye, aye. She was definitely a cunt. But again, I think that's just meant to be the like trying to define the city and what it's like it's a, a cruel place on that note maybe that's like maybe that's something that's kind of fed back into people's re- reception to the film because you know there is a wee bit of a vein now of even folk like our age not younger than us but who kind of have this idea that the world is kind of like shit that you know it isn't as good as it used to be, like, no, like it was back in my day type of thing. Like, we're not really old enough to say stuff like that, but it feels as if there is, we still kind of think of it that way. Like, people don't have, um, you know, manners anymore. Like, people are very insular and selfish, shooting about. And I think, I'm not saying that is the case, but it seems to be, that seems to have fed into how people have received that is the, the case. film. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I know, but like, it's fed into how people have received the film because you, you'd imagine there'd be a lot of people go, like, I actually, that's fucking shite. People used to be nice to you. People used to fucking be courteous and that kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. Um, aye, so, aye, he's, he's, he's took the bus to the asylum. Um, we, weird stop to make, it's like getting the train to Kirsty's. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we can do that in about 10 minutes. Twi- 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 uh, twi- that's not too bad. Um, so well, he goes on the podcast just asked him to go into like, a cell or something like that. We watch <laughs> Padded cell. Um, so he manages to get a hold of these, um, 
his mum's file. Um, what's what's that? The the kind of the data protection thing that obviously didn't exist back then. Yeah. Uh, just just you want run, that file? Here you go. Uh, runs away down the corridor. Well, um, uh, is, is there no bit though where he's, they're both like holding it, like fighting? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not going to give him it. He's like, uh, you maybe need to get somebody's signature, and he just grabs it off him and runs away. Aye, uh, that's right. Uh, but in, uh, in typical fashion, though, it's not like he just goes yoink. Like it's a struggle, isn't it? Uh, it's as awkward um, as possible. Aye. That's what. I, that's one of the things I love about that. Just like you saying, uh, earlier on about the way like he fumbles with stuff and all that, like the gun and everything. It's like oh, uh, so they've added that wee element of realism because it's like uh, that's what would happen to me. I think that's what most people are thinking when they watch us. It's like that would be my fucking luck. Like uh, I want to be able to just grab it. There'd be like this awkward struggle, and it would be really noisy, and everybody be looking, and then. You probably want to get out, you know. Aye, yeah. when he's doing the whole taxi driver thing, uh, we stop off in the apartment, oh, try to act all hard, and then the gun goes off and he shuts himself. Oh, <laughs> but is that not done? What's what's that done in again? Um, obviously, taxi drivers done and everything, but I, I just always think he's it Mo that does it. In the sense, Mo's Mo. a, a gun. Uh, he does. Does Mo not do the taxi driver thing? He does, doesn't he? In an episode. I can't even mind. I'm pretty probably, sure there's an episode where Mo does it. If he if if it's not, then they've missed a trick because he's the perfect character uh, in I, The Simpsons to do anything to do with taxi driver. I'm pretty driver. sure it is. Maybe someone can correct me, but I think the the one where it's like the actual um, taxi driver reference is more. But <coughs> sorry, Ross. Um, I know, no worries. Um, where were we? Ah, he's got the file. Ran away with. Um, doesn't even run out the building. Just stays in the stairwell as he does. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, that shows you how good the security is in there. Um, yep. So in in the file, he, he discovers that yes, he was adopted, um, and that his mum had been uh, committed to the asylum. He had been found chained to a radiator. Um, he was abused by her partner. Uh, all quite sad stuff. I don't know if it kind of if if that's maybe hinting at where he's developed this neurological condition mm-hmm. for the laughter that maybe he's sustained some kind of head injury or something um, well there is also a, there's also a reference to um, a sort of behaviour that he develops through abuse which is him getting to the fridge aye because aye, is, he aye, not, aye. is he not told to go into the fridge punished like that or something I don't know, but that would make sense. There is, there I is think a point it's, where I he, think it's something where he's he's, yeah. he's punished that way or something like that. He's left in the fridge or something. Right. So do you there's think one then, scene where it just shows you nothing else, just him climbing into the fridge. Mm-hmm. So do you think he's punishing himself in that, or do you think that's a aye. safe space for him, punishing himself? I think I think it's like a a punishment sort of thing where aye. he thinks, oh, okay, I've I've been naughty. Better go into the fridge. Better really suffocate myself. It's really 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 depressing. Mm. Um. So this is kind of. Would you say that's the final straw for him? Because this is really when he starts, kind of oh, starts going really dark. Uh, but have yeah. we had the have we had the um, the reveal of the uh, the relationship not being real like that? So that's what I was going to say. Like all the stuff, all the stuff that happens in the film, it's up to the viewer whether they harmed or not. So I, I, well, that's something that I'd. Oh God, I'm not so sure of it, but um, but there's a there's obviously one point and one point only in the film where it actually confirms that that aye, that's what obviously I, um, mm-hmm. imagining things and that's to do with the relationship. So has that happened? I was going to take us through that. What happens then? I'm, I'm <coughs> trying to think if he visits his mum in the hospital first, or if he 
he visits her. I think he might visit the neighbour. Um, so he's found out all this horrible stuff about himself. The guys. No, that's a, you're right, Ross. It's when he's it's when he goes to visit her. Yeah, and, and he's sitting on a couch. Aye, aye. He, he just kind of that's that's where it starts to yeah. unravel because it turns out aye. he's not talking to anyone. He's just broken into her <laughs> flat. Aye, he he walks into her flat and he sits down in the couch and um, she comes into the living room and she's like, "Get out of my apartment!" Like she recognizes him, but she's not too keen about him being there. Um, I I mean I, I think she says like, "Oh, your name's Arthur, isn't it?" So she doesn't mm-hmm. even aye, know. that's when it starts to unravel. For yeah, for you the, get you get the, the kind of montage. Of all the points where you'd seen them together, he was actually alone. Aye. Yep. Very, very depressing. And I it think is. it's it's after that he decides I'll go and cheer myself up. I'll I'll visit uh, my mum in the hospital and uh, suffocate her. Aye. Uh huh. That's right. He, 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 he confronts her for everything that's went on and just decides, nah, had enough. So, and so we all we all think we're smart asses, which is why we're doing a podcast. I think we're quite pretty savvy and all that, but I need to admit that 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 reveal about the whole relationship with her being on his head, I I wasn't expecting that. I know it just pulls the the rug away from you. That that last wee bit of hope for something happy. I I think they've done it really really well. They could have just sort of done it in a flash of you know like the blurred dream sequence. Like uh, they could have just done it like that, but but it was really smart because it was tied into the into the story the way he obviously goes into her flat and is expecting to be comforted by her ah. and for her for her, her, her to come round and put, put her arm around him and, and sort of just talk it over and it's that kind of really gradual dreadful realisation um, that, that obviously things aren't as they seem but um, don't get me wrong like I never thought things would work out for them it's not that type of film where nice things happen right but in your head you're thinking oh maybe she gets killed or mugged or maybe she finds out that he's a killer and ma- and she leaves him or something like that, right? So maybe that's uh-huh. what you're thinking in your head. Aye, but it never occurred like to me that... Which would further into the persona of the Joker. Aye. Aye. But it never occurred to well, me that it just didn't happen. Do you think he kills Aye. her? Um, it suggests so. I, I think, think he probably does. I, 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 don't, I don't think he does. And the reason why is that all the people in the film that he directly kills himself of all slighted him in some way aye like he leaves uh, the midget guy alone but kills the other guy aye. Mm-hmm. Um, she's <clears throat> as much as he's disappointed that everything that happened he'd imagined she's technically not done anything wrong to him so True. yeah I, well I <clears throat> just to touch on that, that reveal again um, one of the reasons that it, that it like affected me quite heavily and then it had the impact that it had was because it, it kind of called my bluff on uh, the whole romantic situation in general because I had my sort of cynical hat on when I first seen it and um, Aye. I, I, you know w- when he sort of like chats her up in the lift and then bursts in through the door and embraces her and that kind of stuff I was just looking at I was just watching it going would that this fuck is happen like, I was just sitting going no fucking way that's ridiculous Aye. right because I think they've, they've been quite smart about it because that kind of shit does happen in other films. Aye. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to believe that this guy's just so confident that he just, like, bursts in and, and takes the girl kind of thing. That that kind of bullshit happens all the time. So I was just like, nah, there's no fucking way. And I was kind of, like, pissed off with that throughout the film. And the, 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 
that was almost like a, a great way to double down and win me into the film because it called my bluff totally when that happened because that wasn't the way I was expecting it to be um, uh, wrapped up, so to speak. So when that reveal happened, I was like, holy shit, like, of course it didn't happen, but that wasn't what I was thinking. I wasn't 100%. thinking that it although, didn't happen. although obviously at the start, he has the... the well, so uh, when he thinks he's on the Murray Franklin show, it's pretty clear that that's a dream, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, is it? Because it, the, the transition into that, is he not is he not like watching the TV and it just sort of zooms into the TV? Aye, and then he's standing in the audience. Aye, of course, it's it's imagined. Uh, I suppose, I, again, uh, it's still daydream, subtle, A daydream though. more than a dream then. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. But you can tell by the way the camera goes and it's him watching that it's a daydream. Right, aye. Whereas everything else isn't a daydream. It's completely, something completely different. It's completely in his head, but it's, it's yep. quite slight, slightly different, right? Uh-huh. So I think if they'd have made it, um, if they if they pretended that he was on the show, yeah, and then revealed that that was all, and he said it wouldn't have had the same impact because you're like, well, of course, mm-hmm. aye. But I think they, yep. they they played the two of them differently, and I think it worked well. It's it's good though because the the daydream of the Murray Franklin show it kind of sets that precedent that this is a guy who does. Um, daydream and imagine things. Yeah. So, when when the reveal does come, um, about the relationship, it's not, it's not one of those kind of like a twist that's Aye. leaves a kind of bad taste or anything. It's definitely it's compl- completely reasonable. Yeah. Um. So, ah, he's been, he's been having a great time of it, as Arthur. Um, and I think it's the day that he's going to be on the Murray Franklin show. Yep. So after he's Murdered his mum. Um, he's back home. He's he's getting his makeup ready. Um, he's he's gonna dress up as a clown. He's decided he's gonna embrace this Joker persona, which is what uh, Murray referred to him as when he played these video clips. That's right. Uh, he looks pretty terrifying with that white paint on, doesn't he? See when he puts and then in the blood splatter. Aye, aye. Um, all all the while this is going on, you've got this whole the kind of social crisis in the city and there's a protest organised for that day and everyone's dressing up as clowns. Um, uh-huh. Well, you know, just just uh, talking about being um, smart arse, like, I'm going to do, like, symbolism 101, like, hmm. 10-year-old symbolism, like, white paint purification, like, cleansing of mm-hmm. his previous persona. Oh, God, um, that is the content we are here for. <laughs> that's like it's the simplest fucking shit though isn't it but um, I think there's I think there is though a deliberate reason why they show you and put that on and being so methodical about it and even the weird tongue paint kind of thing like the whole point is it's like he, he's he's removing his old persona it's, not it's only such... just doing the makeup in general but because it's white it's supposed to represent he feels more pure at that point mm-hmm. it, it's such a kind of contrast with the beginning of the film as well Aye. when he's kind of sitting in front of the mirror um, that's so, true. Aye, he's doing so, it like confidently, and, and, yeah. and like he's enjoying it rather than mm-hmm. like the really depressing um, way that he's just sort of hunched over at the mirror, just doing it aye. really, really. I literally grabbing the inside these lips to make a a smile. Um, aye, that's right. Yeah. So, his uh, two of his former colleagues, Randall and Gary, uh, come at the house where. A bottle and a paper bag to, uh, because he's lost his his mum and they're yep. there to have a wee drink and 
yep. we chat um and i think we we mentioned this earlier like uh, that was Ar- Ar- we, Ar- I, I mean arthur takes the opportunity and just boof deed <laughs> it's, okay, it's so violent man uh, it is plugs ridiculously him. violent uh, um it's it's it quite shocking um, it's shocking because even though you, even though you've seen the train guys get killed um uh-huh. there's been nothing with that level of gore in the film at all in fact i don't think uh-huh. there is even afterwards isn't there not like it's that's the only no. point in the whole film where there's mm-hmm. such explicit gore yeah but even as there's not really a a big build up to it there's not like a, a no, shooting argument nowhere. or anything and there's not any struggle or anything like that it's like it's, it's neck, actually terrifying do you know Aye. something uh, the, the way he reacts to it do you know when he slumps down on the on the wall with all the blood over the wall and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and, and there's there's a wee expression he does like a wee um, sort of mannerism which really really reminds me of Heath Ledger's Joker um, which is he kind of he kind of just goes he just kind of slumps and, and tilts his head like as if oh well Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I like as if like uh, he sort of sighs. He's like, uh, like that. As if oh well, like I had I, to do that, you know. I, I, it's, it's it's almost like the it's very Heath Ledger. It's it's almost like the feeling you'd get like if you've just kind of finished like a chore you were not looking forward to doing or something. It's Basically, like, I, I mean, you've, but he's got a wee smirk when he does it. Just like, like that, yeah. I, and it's um. It just contrasts immediately because I think right after he lets out that wee sigh and does that wee mannerism, it then cuts to the other wee guy like just cowering in the corner, he is which like, just feels so bad. It's like him. absolutely <laughs> fucking terrified. Because it, as it's so, I mean, to be clear to obviously, obviously people listening to the podcast know by now they've seen the film, but um, is it not? Was it? What, was it? He stabs him in the head, like we, in the neck and then in the eye, I think. Ah, and it's, it's then battles his head off the wall. Aye. I have it ten times. What is it? Uh, what is it uses again? Though is it a knife? It's like a wee scalpel knife thing. I think. That's something small that he's got. Or scissors, on him, maybe. Like. I don't know. Scissors, maybe. Aye. Well, why don't? Why I can't don't quite we, remember, but why, why don't we I save just, it for a section coming up? Because that that might feature again later on. Well, none of us know. So exactly. Oh, uh, uh, that'll be fun. Right now, you go, Ross. Continue. Or... Okay, so. Well, since uh, Gary was nice to him, he, he lets him out the flat instead of. Oh, but how? But how terrifying is that though? Like, when he goes that's boom. actually a moment which uh, is underrated in terms of how um, how nerve wracking it is because the oh, wee guy is, is just so scared. But he mm-hmm. can, then he goes over and he says, "Right on you go," but then he can't reach the wall. Uh, <laughs> and then, that tension. You're just like, is he just? Aye, and he just he just walks. He's got that walk. He yeah. just walks over to him, and it's really slow. And you just think the wee guy's just thinking, "Oh shit, I'm still not out yet." And then he opens the door up, and is it not like on the chain or something? There's another awkward moment where he has to like pass kisses, really close kisses to him. Him on the head. Aye. Aye. They, they, they do that scene so well because it's just mm-hmm. you feel so bad for that guy. Aye. No, it's it's great. That's one of the it's it's funny, but it's that kind of that awkward like you're it's you're completely like, um black comedy, aye, in the yeah. sense that like it's only funny because of the fact that He's in he's in such an unfortunate aye. situation. It's just comically unfortunate. Aye. But that that tension, just because you're you've seen how he's at that stage now, where if if the kind of moment takes him, he'll just kill someone. So you, exactly, the, the, the longer he's there, the more you're thinking, is he just going to change his mind and just kill him as well? Well, that, that's exactly it. Does he not aye. say to the guy though something like something along the lines of like Gary, you've you've always been good to me or something like that? Like, he, on you go. he says you you were the only one I think that was nice to me. So uh-huh. 
again that kind of adds into my it, it doesn't he only really goes after people that have slated him in some way mm-hmm. yeah so after that scene you get probably the most iconic uh, scene for the film when he's dancing down the stairs to Gary Glitter um, <laughs> and again, so what do you I think, think of the fact that I don't it's interesting that they chose to use the original version of the song because I know that that song gets used in sports yep. um, yeah. in arenas and stuff in America but it's a re-recording that they mm. use um, I think I know the, people the, the, are the, the downside down obviously it. with these things is that um, <coughs> I don't know if, if he still owns well that was the, the big controversy it's just, Aye, it's apparently, just making him money apparently that's the problem doesn't get change the fact that it's a cool I'm sure I read they Disney get money for it. Yeah, I think oh, well. I'm sure I read that, which I think that was the big point of contention for people, well, especially fine, in such a big film. But, um, but I, it works amazingly, I mean, and it, you could also it say is, that it, it's such a tune as well. It is, aye, no, definitely. I mean, I wonder if there's um, a bit of trying to court some controversy though as well. Well, you never know. You never know. You know, a bit of, yeah. You do Perhaps. something like that, and people are going to. Gonna write about it. You don't need to certainly spend... in keeping with the with the, with the whole film, I suppose, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, but as you were saying, like when he walks down the stairs, he's a new man. He's not hunched over and all that anymore. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a, a complete transition. He's no suit. W- walking up to misery. Metamorphosis. Before. Yeah. He's now he's dancing. Is the work you're looking for actually? Mm, not really. Anyway. Uh, so he has a wee, a wee dance down the stairs while he's having a cigarette, as you do. Um, Been there, done that. Aye, uh, that's that's what you do in your your way down to the lower level in Central Station, isn't it? <laughs> after after a night out. Um, Much you feel sorry for the folk that stay near those stairs uh, in Brooklyn. So so sorry. That uh, it must be an an absolute nightmare. Aye. Uh, one, one of the things that I thought I thought about when when I seen those stairs was like. There's well, there's bits like that in Edinburgh. There's bits like that in like uh, places like Prague and stuff like that. Like where the, the whole city's basically in different levels. Mm-hmm. And you just think like, how many of we old guys just die? Or drunk people just die falling down those stairs and cracking their head. Like, yeah, just like in the it, the middle of winter. Uh, aye, it a must be like, the death rate must be pretty high. Stair related deaths. Um, aye, so while, while he's having his wee dance down the stairs, the two detectives from earlier have, have caught up with him. They've been they've been after him the full time. He's the main suspect. Um, yep. And they start to, to chase him. I think he, he gets hit by a car, Joker, during the chase, but still manages, he makes his way onto a subway. Aye, that's, like, that's, the, that's the bit, one of a couple of bits in this film that's been memed, isn't it? Is it just kind of like something hitting you out of nowhere type thing? Ah, it's, it is. it's basically, I think one of the earliest ones was um, just 2020. It was like, ah, right, okay. my plans for the new year, and then it was just like, That, to be honest though, you know, like taking a, taking a car hit has been done to death, hasn't it? And I'm sure, I'm sure like Hollywood people kind of know how to do this well and get the right people, but I feel as if that was done really well. Like you really feel that hit, don't you? Mm. It's been a We've seen it millions of times, obviously, uh, but there was something about that. Whoever the stunt man was, stunt person, 
Good on you. You have the ugly pulp Odyssey seal of approval for um, <laughs> highly coveted. believable. Aye, unlike now we're talking about um, in the face-off episode, like how there's a couple of really dodgy stuntman moments in there. <laughs> What's that? The guy hanging off the speedboat is getting a completely different haircut. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a bald man. Just a bald man hanging off the side. But one of the things I love about that though is um, there's 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 bits where like a really heavy explosion happens, but the way that the stuntmen jump is is like they're clearly set. <laughs> Like they're on a, like a platform near the camera, and they, and you just see them doing this really casual jump, just like that, <laughs> as if you just as if you just put your hands up and just do this wee leap, just like that, when like some giant explosion is happening behind you. Right, so anyway. there's, there's none there's none of that in Joker. Guy just gets fucked with a car. <laughs> Whack. Take that. What, what would we call that? Um, What's the Scottish vernacular for getting run over? Hmm. What's that uh, video with the boy getting hit in the bus? That's, that's oh, for thinking. fuck's sake. Is it Eddie? <laughs> no, it's not Eddie. Ali. Ali, aye. Ali, oh, for fuck's sake, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody that's no Scottish listening, please go and check out, is it called Ali gets hit with a bus or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's a really famous Scottish video. <laughs> what sums up the, the, the complete Scottishness of it is the guy, steaming drunk guy, obviously, walks in front of a bus, gets hit with it, and all his mates chastise him for <laughs> inconveniencing them. Oh, for fuck's sake, Ali. Oh, for fuck's sake, Ali. He's <laughs> getting fucking pasted with a bus. He's lying on the, the concrete. <laughs> Passed out. He's absolutely spark out. Like, broken ribs. <laughs> fuck's sake, oh, for Ali. for fuck's sake, Ali. It's such a comedy fall as well. It's like a pure timber fall. <laughs> I, it's, it's, oh. it's, it's for, just the bus though kind of seems to come to a, an immediate stop as soon as it hits That's him right, uh, <laughs> it's, like like the brakes on, it's, it's, it's been more like you know rather than him slamming the brakes on and reducing the impact it's just been like a jab <laughs> <laughs> uh, jab, jabbed with the 241 um, hi so, oh, there we go so how about the taxi um makes his way onto the, the subway which is full of all these protesters who are conveniently wearing Joker masks Correct. Um, or well clown masks uh, the the two detectives manage to make their way on and it's kind of the chase continues on there um, I, I like the scene where the bit where Joker steals the mask off of one of the protesters who then pushes him into another guy and that guy then attacks the first guy Yep. Well, Arthur just oh, walks that's away, right. aye, aye, aye. and it just kind of sums up the character. He just goes in, causes chaos, and then aye. just kind of walks Slips away it from again. it. Yeah, aye, yeah. Um, no, that was good. And it's it a similar thing not happen when he's getting chased um, through the train through the subway, where he uses the um, he uses the cover of all his, all the revolters, all the the protesters, to actually create a fight that slows down the guys. Know, that's what, the that's what I'm talking people. about. Chase. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Sorry, aye. I thought you were talking about another point. Right, no, aye. no, no. no. Uh, that's but, that. then, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's like he's he's then doing that deliberately there. He's he's kind of... I don't think he was planning on starting a, a fight. I think it was, I'm going to take this no, guy's... No, I think he does that deliberately there. I think he does that to slow the cops down. I, no, I think he's he's trying to get a mask so that he can blend in even more. And the guy that he takes the mask from takes it all out, pushes him. He falls into another guy... The guy that he falls into attacks the first guy, and then a, a kind right. of brawl breaks out. 
Um, how would he know I'm, the I'm guy's going to push too him? much faith in her, Arthur? Because I, I, I thought he might have done that deliberately. Nah. Um, so after this, the the detectives, the kind of the protesters aren't really being too cooperative on the the subway train, and one of them ends up getting shot. And the two policemen get dragged out of the subway train and kind of. Ah, that, sure. that's what, right. What would yeah. be the Scottish vernacular for weathered. that? Weathered. Leathered be a bit. Get weathered. Yeah. Um, that's a scheme booting, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, you can see the boots get in. I believe that no, is that's cool. that the technical term for um well aye is a scheme booting. Aye, because the, the whole scheme, which is uh, a housing area, um, the the whole neighbourhood community, um participates in the weathering well, it's called the projects in the states the projects yeah exactly yeah. Um, they, uh, is, that's a bit harsh is it our schemes are they are nah. they on the same level as the projects aye are they are they aye I don't think they are so <laughs> make, makes his way to the the Murray Franklin show and again that's where he's kind of Murray comes and says oh but what's with the makeup but yeah and he's, he kind of says that he's not political, which is funny, yeah. um, considering the big monologue that he goes on later. But I think that's, again, a comment on lo- lo- a lot of people say that they're not political. Everybody's political. Exactly. It's, it's impossible not to be. Um, but basically tells him, I keep it clean, blah, blah, blah. And Arthur says, can you, can you introduce me as Joker? Um, yep. The show goes on. Money's like, I, I need bother. How, how how good's his entrance it when he comes good. out? All the kind of yep. the dancing and everything. So Maybe a good time good. to mention King of Comedy now, I think. Aye, um, that's the other I've film. I've seen that. that. Still not seen it. Well, we've we've already mentioned Taxi Driver, which everything down to the uh, dancing about the living room with a gun to the whole um, pretending to hold the gun to the head. Yeah, is all Taxi Driver. The yeah. King of Comedy is another Scorsese film, which De Niro is also in, and he plays a a stand-up comedian who isn't very funny, who's aye, obsessed with. Aye, he's obsessed with a, a talk show host. Um, it's there's there's a lot of parallels in it. It's a good film, and aye, if if you like Joker and want to see anything that's inspired, it then go and check it out. Yep, I definitely will need to because I've heard a few people since say that it's 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 very very it's, heavily uh, it's influenced by kind of comedy. I mean, it's it's Scorsese, so it's always worth a watch. Yeah, um, I did. One, I mean, did one of you guys not mention to me that Scorsese was involved in this film, Joker? I don't he was think he originally was. linked to direct. Right, years ago, years and years ago, and for some reason, I think he might be an executive producer, but um, don't quote me on it. Interesting. But which would make sense. It's got us. Maybe it's just because of that, the, the kind of comedy or, or taxi driver thing. But it, uh, even just the cinematography and the color of the film is is kind of Scorsese into it. Mm. I know. One hundred percent. It could easily it's, it's be very a gang much film. made in the vein of, of his type of film. Right? Mm-hmm. See if you're going to take two influences, and one of them is kind of comedy, and one of them is a taxi driver. Makes sense to get Marty on as a executive producer, doesn't it? Really? Uh, absolutely. Yep. He was rec- uh, it was his birthday, I think, yesterday, was it? Yesterday his birthday? Before. Happy birthday, yep. What age is he? I think he's 76 or something like that, 77. He looks older. I, th- I, thought, I thought he was <laughs> older. Anyway, happy birthday, Martin mm. Scorsese, yep. You look older, mate. <laughs> Seth Murray's yeah. I'll definitely know him on the podcast now, brilliant. Because oh, he was, he was, I, was, I had him lined up for next week as well. 
<laughs> the actual, oh, for fuck. Ah, he was going to come on. You'll hurt his feelings now. He won't come on. Well, just put him into the box. With the, put him into the box with a stunt men for face off for people that won't come on and talk to us. Aye. Mark Scorsese, stunt men for face off. Um, oh, come on, Marty. My name's Marty and all. Let's be pals. <laughs> I know I said you're an old bastard, but you might come on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Irishman. I'll invite, I'll invite him to the tavern on January the 5th, right? I tell him the day good, Guinness. Right. You still any that music, son? <laughs> 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 just strike up a conversation with Scorsese at the end of the bar, and they'll just be like that. I saw a shave to the boy. <laughs> You're still strumming that guitar, eh? <laughs> there's guys, I swear to God, there's guys in the tavern who, uh, that's that's our local pub, by the way, Um there's guys in the tavern who literally still think I'll work in the bookies. I, I worked in the bookies as <laughs> a, a weekend job, literally about nine, probably ten years ago now. And the bookies, like, is, that bookies has been closed for about five years. That, that particular shop has been closed for ten years, eh, not ten years, for like five years, and I worked there ten years ago. <laughs> and they go, eh, there's a the guy that takes my money. <laughs> like, MD that like, doesn't I look, know. I couldn't look anywhere different from how I looked ten years ago. Like, I, 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 <laughs> I hope that happens, but I see when you're with folk who don't know that you used to work in the bookies and they just think Aye. that you're going about robbing old men. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, apparently, according to the, I just live in this weird time vacuum where uh, all these all these old guys know about me is that I, I strum a guitar, a guitar sometimes they say, um, and that I take their money. So mm. they're, they're good to know I'm leaving a, a lasting impression on these boys, you know what I mean? <laughs> Aye, so he's on the show. Um, Joker and that. Um, he's on the show. A show with a boy. And he, he just kind of... <laughs> I, I don't know what... The boy Franklin. He just decides to own up to the, the three murders while he's he's on the show. Um and he goes into a big good time is any into it. Yeah, uh-huh. he goes into a big monologue about um, how horrible the city is and terrible society is, and how he's been ignored. And why do you care about those three like guys? When if I died out there in the street, you would just step over the top of me. It's, yep. it's, Murray. it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, and you can tell that it's the big massive personality change. That he's yeah. had, he's oh, completely I... just adopted this new persona. So before um, all this, you the way he's, he's sitting in his apartment, he's pretending he's on the show, and he puts yeah. the gun to his throat, That's and it. he does that in the changing room as well. So mm-hmm. all this time you're thinking, oh, he's going to make a point by committing suicide in the show, mm-hmm. and obviously, that doesn't happen. No, he he tells no, it does not. He tells his um. So what do you get when you cross X with Y joke? What, is it, what do you get when you cross someone with a history of mental health, with a society? A loner. Uh, uh, some, some blah, 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 with a society that doesn't care. Yep. Like, and then You get what you fucking deserve. Aye. And then he shoots Robert De Niro in the head. Yep. And we don't have a Scottish word for um, shooting people because we don't have arms or guns. There you go. There's every listener for Texas just switched off. And yeah. <laughs> we don't have a Scottish slang term for uh, shooting someone because we don't. Fucked him in the head. We don't need them. <laughs> Fucked him in the head with a bullet. Aye. 
he shoots him another couple of times as well, just for uh, for good measure, doesn't he? Um, and then everything kind of again, all these protests then erupt into into riots, and he he becomes even more of a figurehead. Aye, um, you, you could say the boy started a revolution. Aye. Was that right? Um, he's, he's he gets escorted from the studio by the police, which there's then another car crash, and somebody in an That's ambulance. Right. Uh, it's quite, uh, a, quite a significantly worse one at this point. Uh, some somebody in an ambulance t bones the police car. Um, are we not to yep. are we not to ledger there as well? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the same same camera shot. Obviously, ledger's leaning out the car. Mm-hmm. That's right. Aye. Um, but he's inside the car, but it's the same shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the the guy in the ambulance is wearing one of the clown masks, and Joker gets. It's quite kind of um, it's it's like it's like a kind of messiah type thing. See the way they they lift him out of the car and yep. put him in the hood. And they kind of, yep. um, and he gets up and he he does his dancing and see see the bit where he takes the blood from his yep. mouth and makes the smile. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought I thought that was brilliant. Ah, that that's was very awesome. cool. Um, yep. And then it kind of it, it cuts to. Is that where uh, you see the the Wayne parents get killed after that? Oh, aye, sorry, aye, aye. Is that before you, it? I think it might no, be just Well, I think it's during all of that. Ah, um, it's the same time. You basically yeah. see the thing that we've seen played out in Batman films. Yep. I don't know, five, six times, however many times happening. Yep. Um So what we were saying earlier on is, um, you you you're meant to question what's happened and what's not happened mm-hmm. yeah. and there are some people who believe that the entire films and he said I don't think that's true because one of the reasons is that so he, he at this point Joker doesn't even know that Thomas and Martha are being killed in the alley mm-hmm. do you know what I mean right. so why why show that if it's all in his head is, is, is that not the I could I could be wrong but I'm trying to think back is that not the only thing that happens Without him being on screen, I think it could be. I pretty could much. possibly be. Like aye. every other thing happens, like he's he's there, he's in every yep. other scene apart from that one. Uh, if there is another one, it must be only one or two. But yeah. I can't even think of another one. Um, so I I think I agree with you, Martin. I think I think because of that scene, um, it it means that it did happen. Yeah. Um. So. It doesn't show you how he gets there, but he ends up back in Arkham Asylum, um, and he's now getting some kind of uh, therapy, an assessment or something. Yeah, and I I can't remember what exactly. What, did she kind of ask him what's so funny or something or yeah whatever? Yeah. And he says, "Oh, you wouldn't get it," which is and interesting then, considering surely they know that he has this condition. Aye. <laughs> You know what um, I mean? Like you, it's like aye, true. Aye. And it's kind of weird, isn't it? Like she's obviously like, oh, what, what the fuck are you laughing for? Aye, you dick. Aye. So I don't know what you, I don't know what you think, but in my opinion, um, this scene is well in the future. I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think do he looks, I, I think he looks a lot older. If I, do you, do you know why I think hair, it's not? He just looks up even more dishevelled. I mean, this is a guy though who's. It, on the way to the studio, he was hurt by a car. Then he was in another um, car accident, and you don't know what kind of struggle went on to get him there. I'm not saying, like, I think you're saying you think it's years down the line, Martin. I Is do. That I, right? I, I do. Uh, years. I don't think it's as long as that. 
Um, and Wait, because one, of the, one of the reasons, up. one of the reasons why I think that is, I don't think they realise how dangerous he is at this point. And then you see after he talks to that woman, what's so ah, funny? Oh, you would understand this starts laughing and singing that's life and, and then you see him out. you see him dancing kind of down the hall and he's kind of all these bloody footprints behind him if they realized how dangerous he was she wouldn't have been in a room with him by himself um, do you know that's that's a very good point it's yep. funny about you saying how dangerous he is right because he is only as dangerous as basically any other normal person can be he's not physically like every single Every single it's killing he does is a punchline that you're not expecting, no, like part of a joke. Do you know what I, I mean? I know, but that's that's like you're saying he's just as dangerous, but he's not got the same morality as we have. He's he's liable to just at any point just decide. Right? I guess I mean more. I guess I mean more physically. I know he's not. Because... He's not. He's not physically threatening, um, but but he's I, also not really that intelligent either. I disagree. No, I think well, if you you just pointed out that like these his his killings tend to follow this kind of formula of the joke and the punchline, right? Um, I think what that actually could be seen as is is a way of um, uh, priming or disarming or making the person who's about to be killed sort of um, uh, susceptible, ready for it, so to speak. Um, because that's kind of his way of lowering their guard, and then he strikes at a point which is, um, you know, out of the blue or opportunistic or whatever. See, I, I think, think their guard is it, already lowered just because he. Well, well, there's that. Yeah, there is that. But I, mean? I think, but I think it's, I think it's, um, I don't think it's accurate to say that he's not dangerous. Like, no, in, I, in any way. He clearly is. Like a lot, look, people, at, right? look at a lot of serial killers and stuff like that. Like a lot of these people uh, would be overpowered by a, a decently sized woman. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yet they, you know, the, the physical stature or, or even IQ isn't really anything to do with it. But it's about the risks that you're willing to take. It's about the way that you're willing to operate in order to kill someone. It can right, be but let's look at that. Right. So, in terms of serial killers, he's got morality in that he only kills go. people that wrongs him. Right, he's not he's not someone with a plan who's kind of get through all these plans. Yep. And in terms of like a, he's not like a a big guy who's going to like crack you or leather you. <laughs> we should just replace all of the, all of these terms from now on just with Scottish vernacular. <laughs> he's doing it all off. He's doing it all off the cuff. Aye. No, but I think he just I think he just chooses a different way to 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 inflict um, damage or physical or, or even just kill people. It's like he's not doing it in a brute force kind of way or whatever. It's like he's going for the. You can see that. Listen, what he did to the guy in his apartment. You can see that he would have the capability to do something extremely swift and lethal to someone, regardless of his size or anything. I think he's still so, being underestimated, which is how he ends up killing that yes. woman. Um, yeah, I get you there. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's how that's how the film ends. And, that's how the film ends, yeah. and obviously um, there is a wee bit of like, uh, to me, another sort of sim- symbolic use of 
the sort of whitewash, obviously, because he's in a white room. Obviously, he's in padded cell. Obviously, it's a, an asylum. Things are these are always portrayed in films as being all white buildings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, that it actually, if I remember correctly, there's a kind of wash of white light at this scene at the end as well. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. Um, where that again could symbolise a number of things. <clears throat> it could be, it could be that this is um, supposed to be like in his head or whatever. I don't know. Probably not, or it could just be this symbolisation of him being completely purified and completely shed of everything that's gone before, and he's sort of gone into the light as this new, being reborn as this new person, this new character. Well, it's, I, I'm inclined to agree with Ross in the sense that um, it looks, it's kind of supposed to be a beginning um, as well as an as an end. Uh, I, I hope it's an end, though. I don't want them to make any more. Oh no! I absolutely. I, th- I just mean. I just mean. Um, t- uh, as far as the Joker as a character goes, it's yep. supposed to be the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we know that. that they're going to make at least another one because Joaquin's been oh, given like fifty million dollars or whatever. But although it would be intriguing to see, I just don't know what the arc for the character would be. Exactly. Where, yeah. where can you take him? Exactly. But I would still like to see him, and obviously there's rumours cutting about and on the the interweb that. He's not actually the real Joker, but he's just an inspiration for the Joker. But if you you're going to do an entire film with someone, seems a bit of a, lot of, a lot of theories, a lot of fan theories, a lot of um, sort of alternate um, theories and stuff like that. Like it is, it's it's definitely set up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not been told in a matter of fact way whatsoever. In fact, far from it. In the sense that, like you say, Martin, there's there's elements of it which are kind of supposed to be left to the to the viewer to yep. kind of make their mind up on. Um, so I, I think that works that helps the the DC world because it means that it can be used more it means that there's more travel and the, the play and the, the story itself to come um, and also within this Joker's world so this version of Joker for lack of a better term it's, it means that there's more to work with with him because it's obviously been successful it's obviously been really popular so they can get more out of it I don't agree with that Like I think it's a brilliant film in its own right but um, we'll see. It just means it, it means that it leaves so much open. You could yeah. even extract entire um, side stories, new stuff, spin-offs, whatever, just from this film to do with the Joker. Yep. You know, I mean, so it's it's been a masterstroke even on that level. It's not tied anything up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, whenever we're talking about things like this, we always say things like, "Could it?" Could it have been done by anyone different? Now, when when they originally announced a Joker film, I think all of were kind of like that. Oh, like Heath Ledger was so good, right? Yeah. That it's going to need to be someone like proper, proper like heavy duty to take it on. And then when yeah. we found out it was Whacking Phoenix, we we're like, oh, I, I'm fine with that. That'll I be fine. Definitely was So that brings us on to. Um, our sort of verdicts, ratings we can maybe discuss what we thought of um, the individual performances in this film and as you touched on Marty, best place to start is with Big Joaquin um, who we've dis- we've said before is arguably one of the best out there um, if not the best uh, male actor there is um, certainly alive and working right now um, so we've got you Martin first, give me your thoughts on Joaquin Phoenix as Joker Nah, uh, he's incredible, and I know he we won the Oscar and all that, and uh, it's one it's one of his best performances for me. It's hard to choose between that and Commodus from Gladiator, just because 
Gladiator is one of my favourite films and he got nominated for an Oscar for that as well. And he's outrageous. He's like one of the most... He's one of the greatest film baddies ever in Gladiator. So although oh, yeah, this so is good. more like a tour de force, um, yep. uh, it's hard to pick between them. But he's still incredible in it. And like the the weight loss and the... Because he's like a... In real life, he's like a, a handsome guy in that. Well, obviously, he played Johnny Cash and stuff and he's mm-hmm. handsome in that film. But here he just looks... Shit. <laughs> and well, I mean, the there's, there's, there is a there's a kind of um there's a tradition of of the of, of kinda of beautiful men um sort of playing really, really wretched looking guys, aren't there? Like uh, there's there's other people that have done it, Christian Bale mm-hmm. um uh, has had plenty of um roles where he's been <laughs> playing people in various sort of states of physical decline yeah. um uh, and, and decay. Um Phoenix has done that before, I think. There's another film. There's not another film, but he's. Well, he put on loads of weight and became a rapper and all that for that. Mm -hmm. Aye, you could say Robert De Niro's done it as well. Um, because oh yeah, 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 absolutely. The Raging Bull, just in the course of that one film, he was so physically fit, and then at the end he piled on all the weight to do the last few scenes. Yep. I think he'd done a great job as well, apart from the, the kind of physicality, but kind of to blend in with it. He'd, he's done so well at doing both the kind of comedy and the serious parts of it. So, in kind yeah, of physicality, yes. see the slapstick stuff? He, he's brilliant. At oh, that. it's brilliant. He, it's, I mean, it could easily be, that could easily be in a comedy film, that stuff. Uh, you, the you way can, he can. But I think, like we said earlier, though, like one of the things that makes it work is the fact that um, because of, like, you, you know, you've seen him. You've seen his crap home life and that kind of stuff, and um, and just how sort of downtrodden he is as a character. It it sort of impregnates the funny bits with this feeling of like patheticness, like it's actually really really sad, uh, mm-hmm. and it tinges it tinges the whole thing with this sort of um, depressing quality, which for whatever reason, and it's just how they've done it, is kind of funny, mm-hmm. like. It's just strange how that works. Like it, you know, in one level, it's actually really, it is obviously very powerful and, and um, sort of deep, but I'd, it manages to be funny as well at these points because of that. It's uh, just it's strange how it works. He, he kind of comments in that the character himself was it. He says, uh, "I can't mind exactly," and it's like I used to think my life was a a tragedy, <laughs> but it Aye. turns out it's a comedy, or or the opposite yep. way around. No, I think it's that way. Um, Aye, something like that. Aye. Aye, is that species before he kills his mum? Yeah. So I mean, you, you yeah. Can, I mean, they've been successful, obviously, and what they've been going for. Yeah. So I mean, I agree. Phoenix and this is is absolutely outstanding, um, and probably the most screen time certainly of, of of a singular character in recent times as well. I mean, he's in it like like you guys have touched on before. Like for ninety nine percent of the film, he's on screen. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think, uh, like rightly so, because everything that's happening in the film, everything about the plot, everything about the the sort of subplot, is basically portrayed. It's shown in his body, mm-hmm. like it, it it can it can sort of convey all of that, all the grime and dirt of Gotham City in the eighties and the in the in the pain and the suffering of existing there, is just shown through him and his body, which is incredible. And he doesn't do it. It's not throwaway. It's not just like I've got. I've lost some weight and I look a bit weird. It's like he really inhabits the character. Um, 
in a way that almost is so believable. It's as if that could that could be him. How long how long do you think he, he took to get that laugh down? Because I think it's it's pretty decent. Oh, oh it's, it's really good. It's like I I think the. Do you know? Do you know whenever you have like a laughing fit and it's become so much that your ribs get sore? Aye. I can yep. feel it. A guy who would have a, a disease like that, a neurological disease like that, would actually kind of yep. look like that. Mm. That's a very good point. Definitely. Ah, you're you're humbled over and your your ribs are sore and Aye. all that. And mm. it, do you know? That's a very good point because he, he like with this condition, he could like we see him do it, it, it obviously important bits throughout the film, but. If he's living with that, he probably does that all the time. Yeah. Like so, throughout his day, he just has to contend with these laughing fits. That, as we know, like when you have a really, really bad one, like your entire abdomen yeah. just hurts and your ribs are sore. So, like he, he could potentially have all that pain and bruising of his ribs, and it actually causes him to hunch over to try and relieve it a bit. Uh-huh. Um, again, that's just a wee thing. Like it, it makes sense to make him sort of hunch knock and stuff, but that's a small detail that could well have been considered in it, which I think's. Um, interesting. The other thing about his laugh is that um, the thing that I think is great about it, and it's a wee bit different to the the sort of Joker laughs before, is because of the social aspect of this film, and because of how you see him interacting with people, and it's awkward and it's you know strange. Is the fact that um, it makes you feel uncomfortable. It, it it's um, <laughs> there's some of it his version of that Joker laugh, which um, certainly when we were watching it and we, we first seen it. Um, me and Sharon were, were laughing mm. at it uh, but in a sort of uncomfortable way because um, it's not just like a guy bursting at laugh, it's not like a big belly laugh or whatever, it's mm. like this high pitch kind of like, it's almost like a little girl's laugh um, and there's something about it that just makes you feel uncomfortable and awkward his ability, straight off the bat His ability to laugh but not laugh with his eyes at the same time is ridiculous Yep, I, I, exactly because he's looking, a lot of times he's so ashamed of it that he's sort of Aye. looking down Ashamed the, or angry, or like at the start, Aye. like at the start when he's fired, and he laughs, and he's just so angry at the guy, and his eyes are just screaming anger, but he's laughing. I just I don't know how he does it. I, I love Aye. I love the bits he in the comedy club when he's taking notes. Aye. So he's, uh-huh. like people are all laughing at the kind of the actual jokes, and he's laughing at just the, the details Aye. surrounding it. Like, That's it. It's, Aye. Oh, it's tremendous! You I mean like it was worth every bit of the the the, the best best actor award, mm-hmm. um, Academy Award, worth every bit of it. Um, I think whenever you take a role like this, where you know that uh, you're going to be the thing that carries the entire film, mm-hmm. you're going to be absolutely everything about this as a brand, as 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 an image. Um, it's a lot of responsibility to take and it's a lot of um, and it's also it could potentially be a legacy definer it could be something that if you're um, if you turn in a bad performance on this even someone as high highly thought of as Joaquin Phoenix could could sort of lose his standing um, through something like this but I think that just proves his class and proves how he's he, he really needs films like this I think um, he needs more films where he's he's the centre of attention um, and really inhabits the whole screen for as much as possible because that's clearly where where he shines. I think um, the fact that he does a level of mystique about him in real life as well helps with us. Exactly. He's not like um, he's like a he's an, he's obviously an A lister, but he's not like a Brad Pitt lister, like always in the news and all that. And he obviously did that stuff where he pretended he was a rapper in real life and all that, and put on loads of weight. 
so he's kind of like he's a wee bit of an oddity it's as well weird. which I kind of think adds to it it's seeing his kind of oh, the later 100%. part of his kind of career he's, he's he it makes me think more and more of Daniel Day-Lewis ah uh, yes, yes. <laughs> like just just both in terms of that whole kind of um, quite private quite quiet but yep. can transform himself and just prone to a couple of weird things every so often yeah I was was it Daniel Dillis? He went and became a cobbler for a year or something. Aye, <laughs> that's right. Aye, there's all these mad stories where he just like. Aye, <laughs> I, I remember his, he did his, he, he did his, uh, his stint at uh, Timpsons in Mullow Precinct. Was right next to the old post office. We've not really just touched on the other performances in the film yet, so we've got Zazie Beats and we've got De Niro, obviously. Um, you know, obviously they, they are going to be um, very much peripheral to uh, the central figure of Phoenix but um, I'll just sort of quickly go, go on to that I think that I think they were both really good Zazie Beats I don't know I don't really know her from much else I don't know what else she's in that you guys can tell me Deadpool Deadpool I've not mm-hmm. seen that um, I think she has um, been in some other stuff she, she does get I mean you don't see she doesn't get a, a great amount of screen time here but from what I've heard uh-huh. from other stuff she is she is good yeah, so it's uh, the jury's out. I mean, it's uh, not that the jury's out. She, she does the part perfectly well, um, um, and De Niro, I think, is really, really good at this. Surprisingly, so um, d- due to mostly the shit that he's turned out recently, um, that I, I was surprised that he was able to play a, a, a essentially a sort of upbeat character, a, a showbiz type character, without looking like um, cheap De Niro, which he has looked like for quite some time. Um, it's also that, quite that, interesting that he is notoriously shite on all those shows and hates it and he's a miserable bastard and all that on them yeah, but he, yeah, maybe he that's plays why, the guy yeah. who's interviewing this thing maybe that's why he's played uh, the guy I like you say he's, he, he's had so much experience he could probably comment on so much what he hates uh, about TV show presenters he's, he's probably having uh, fun on the other side of the, the desk just uh, definitely I thought um, he shot in the face <laughs> Uh, fu- fucked in the head with a bullet. A <laughs> uh, boy just fucked him in the head with a bullet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but uh, so I think he's really good. What about you guys? I I, I don't. I, I feel bad kind of saying it, but I don't think there's really much point in talking about MDLC's acting in this other than Phoenix because nobody's. I know. No, I know. No, it's a formality. I no, nobody's really in it. Well, long enough. Um, I mean, you could say that you could talk about the the, the kind of the mum as well. I think she's quite good at that part, however limited she is. I think the guy that plays Thomas Wayne's good at making you hate him. Um, De Niro's good at again being likable at first, but uh, you you do start to kind of dislike him, like, and you you of understand course, why right. kind of Arthur does what he does. Um, I everybody's everybody's completely like they they do what they have to do and it's done well but they just don't have that time on screen to do anything that would be outstanding or memorable nobody's gonna in 10 years time nobody's gonna talk about this film and talk about uh robert de niro or anything like that definitely not however um like i say the reason that i was surprised but why, why i think it's really is worth touching on is just the fact that um de niro's been Really, 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 shit, and been in some shit stuff recently, and 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 I think that 
I was worried. The minute I saw him walk out as that TV show host, I was worried that that, that he could leave a bad smell on this film by, so by you, just really not putting his heart mm-hmm. into it or not being... So the last few I years don't know. you've seen his name in any cast as like a bad sign? Oh, not necessarily, but I think we can all agree that, it's, it, that the quality of stuff that he's been involved in recently has, has, has been poor. I think, I think he's um, maybe getting to that stage now where... I mean, Robert De Niro's an actor. He just maybe sometimes looks as if he isn't trying, you know? I mean, don't forget The Irishman came out, which he was really, really good in that. Um, even though Apart some of the, the de- fighting scene. Uh, even though some of the de-aging <laughs> stuff looks a bit strange. <laughs> well, he, um, well, he actually wasn't in that, was he? But, so. but he's he's not really got anything to prove anymore. and um, he's, he's, he's maybe just thinking, he's maybe the... Um, Michael Caine. So what you're saying is, Michael what Kane, you're really saying Michael Kane Kane is he gets to use his fucking OAP geriatric pass. Like, ah, he's just, he's just an old no, guy. There's, just there's, fucking, no, there's, some, really give there's a some other great actors that will just, they'll literally be in anything, like to to get a wage. Um, I'm not saying that he'll be in anything, true. but Ma- Michael Caine was infamous for it, and I think he's admitted that himself as, Very as, true. as long as he's working Aye. and getting paid, he doesn't care if he's in Jaws: The Revenge. Aye, says, I've not seen the film, but I've seen the house it paid for. Aye, aye, there you go. So, oh, I can't. <laughs> Where's the magic in that, Michael? You know what I mean? My name is Michael Kent, and I am a very nosy neighbour. What about, uh, <laughs> see, see for the <laughs> trip, right. Martin? He's Michael Payne. The, the trip, I don't want to bury another Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I've buried enough members of the Wayne family. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Oh, there we go. There we go. I don't know how long it would take. Right, cool. Let's get on to your ratings then. So, uh, we'll start with Roscoe. We'll 16 go, years old. We'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go clockwise from the top. Roscoe, you are the clockwise on my on the screen, screen anyway. So, give us your ratings yeah. and verdict. Um, I think the film exceeded all the expectations that I had. It's not... It's, it's a complete character film. It's not explosions and CGI and nonsense. Um, Joaquin Phoenix has done amazing I think probably second best performance for me behind The Master but he completely deserved his Oscar for it um, I think it was well put together and really well done my only kind of gripe about it is that it, it does lean heavily on films like Taxi Driver and um king of comedy and there's some others in there as well and i don't think it maybe not as maybe just as good as the king of comedy but it doesn't reach the kind of highs of taxi driver so for that reason i'm going to give it a seven out of ten interesting mm-hmm. okay um okay i'll go for i'm straight off the bat i'm giving it an eight um and i think the majority of that eight is down to Joaquin phoenix the the rest of it really is kind of like you say, Ross. It's, it's stylistically similar to those to those films. Although I haven't seen kind of comedy, which I'm ashamed of. I'll get on that. But very very taxi driver vibes about it. Um, but because of, like I mentioned earlier, because it's got that Scorsese kind of feel, um, like seventies Scorsese, eighties Scorsese mm-hmm. kind of feel. Uh, feel um, I just like films like that. I like films that have a lot of time. We we, we sort of like singular singular characters. I like films that. Sort of build up this, um, uh, or, or or sort of draw you into someone's persona or whatever, and and kind of certain points come in a film where you kind of realise that you've aligned with that person, where you've kind of just get pulled into it as well. 
Um, I just think everything about it's fantastic. The pacing and and the set, even just the set, the sort of set pieces which are um, the sort of turning points in the films are done really, really tastefully, really well. Sometimes subtly, um, it doesn't do any more than it needs to. And like we touched on earlier, I'm not in any way a huge fan of the of superhero films in general. Um, I don't know much about the the comic universe, or whatever, and that's probably why I love this film so much because it's just a it's a human tale, um, one which, to its detriment, obviously has garnered some kind of bad press <laughs> uh, due to maybe glorifying. I'm doing the inverted commas here. Um, vigilante or, or action or violence or whatever but um, all that aside absolutely love it it's a very strong 8 for me Marty um, I'll go for an 8 as well I think um, I think a, a film like this as, as I said at the start it's like it's a pretty formulaic plot it's a guy who was wronged and he gets revenge at the end of the day so there's nothing groundbreaking yeah. there but I don't think anyone was really expecting that because they know exactly what they're going to get for I think called the Joker. There's going to be chaos, there's going to be violence. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing's about Phoenix and just how amazing he is. He's just... Yeah. The, the, there's certain films that you can... Ross, you said that the, the nothing drags in it. And I think the reason why nothing drags in it is because we said that he's on screen 99% of the time yep. and he's yep. always doing something fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason why it's you can watch it without getting bored because there's always some dead mire about watching him. So I it's definitely I'll go for a go for an eight. Nice one, cool. Uh, Right, so hi Martin, you want to take us on to the next few bit? So obviously, um, there's been many um, many portrayals of the Joker over the years, so. Uh, tell me if I'm missing one. So I've got Cesar Romero, mm-hmm. um, yep. Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Mark Hamill, and Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis did the Lego Batman movie, and Mark. Hamill I was did. literally about to ask you because I had no idea. <laughs> right. Like what the fuck? I'm only putting that here? in for fun to be fair, but he is good. Isn't <laughs> and Mark Hamill <laughs> he uh, did, did the Lego uh, Batman. Listen to this. What? <laughs> like. Hey, it's amazing, isn't it, Ross? Lego Batman is an underrated masterpiece. Does that mean we should really be looking up? Does that mean we should really be looking up, like, literally any time uh, a Joker has been portrayed in any kind of media whatsoever? We should be finding out who did it. Surely, there's other people that we've never heard of that. Have, oh no, there like, is. There's, the there's old like kind of like see the kind of uh, fifteen minute series that you used to get in the, the cinema. Aye, like, aye. Back and yeah, but there's stuff like that, and obviously there's that many animated films that there's so many people done. The voices, gonna pick out these guys is their favourite though, are they? Well, we we've picked. Uh, I like uh, Terry Johnson. <laughs> uh, he was on that ten minute. Uh, <laughs> well, Ma- Ma- my boy Johnson. Martin's list. Um, so that Martin's included everybody that's played them in a feature film that's been at the cinema. Right, plus, yeah, of course, right. plus Mark Hamill, who is iconic as if MD watched Saturday yep. morning kids TV. Exactly, aye. in the nineties. I not now. Cool. Uh, there, there's some there's some Batman fans out there who like Hamill the best. Uh, he's definitely got one of the, if not the best laugh. Uh, his laugh's amazing. Aye. Mm. See, 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 he's, he's so sound. Uh, go, go and watch it, but it's like watch him being interviewed. 
like kind of sitting getting an interview face the aye you can see the, the face that he pulls when he does it it's hilarious <laughs> Aye. he's amazing aye that sounds so, fantastic in terms of the, the, the proper ones we'll go for a feature film one so uh, my favourite is Ledger um, I don't think obviously it's hard to see this right but I just don't see any way that it can be topped and I think nobody's going to do better than Phoenix did and that still wasn't as good in my opinion so no, I don't think anyone would beat it. It wasn't depicting the same time, though. It wasn't. Depicting I know, the same I know. But if you're comparing them, which is what we're doing here, then uh, Ledger was just when when it first got announced that Ledger was going to be uh, playing Joker. At that point, I'd never seen Ten Things I Hear About You or anything like that. So it was it. I didn't know about him too much. I was like, oh, that's a bit Kenny. Um, but then I remember seeing the first shots for the production then I seen Joker with the only makeup on and I was like my god this looks so cool and yeah. his whole entrance um, his laugh he's everyone about him amazing mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that um, I don't know correct me if I'm wrong did, did we not all go and see this together uh, that night me, me and you seen it Buzz was it I mean you've seen it you shouted at Paul Harbour uh, so the I, so there was definitely quite a big furore um, around that when it when would you say Paul Hartley out and that kind of stuff <laughs> oh, that infamous night! Aye. Yes, of course. Would you say him? Oh, uh, so I have. Uh, you tell me what I say to him. Mom was was it, it was me. He shouted. Ross will tell you. Keep keep the beard. Yes, keep the beard. Paul. At that point, um, Celtic midfielder Paul Hartley um, was going through a bit of green spell and playing quite well. Um, Shot horror, I know, um, but it coincided with him grow, growing what would could only be described as a homeless person's beard before like fashionable beards were in you know like beards are beards now aren't they it's, it's like they're all trimmed and preened and that kind of stuff but he had like just a hobo beard happening and he um, I, so I just thought I would encourage him to, to keep it because it seemed to be improving his performances to be fair to him <laughs> as you do in the car park in the view yeah. cinema at Hamilton to be fair to him he looked over and gave you the thumbs up he did I was like well, well do mate Aye. I'm on it cool good luck Paul Fucking American! There'll be American people listening to us like Paul ha- Paul Hartley. <laughs> Paul Hartley. Um, to be fair, he's probably he's probably at that stage where he, Paul Hartley could probably. I mean, oh no, I'm going to slag off American football. Here it comes American soccer. I should say. I almost said there, but I, I'll bite my tongue. No, I'll say it anyway. Fuck it. Uh, Paul Hartley could probably fucking go and play in the MLS today, couldn't he? Nah, he's fat as fuck. Shelly <laughs> chubby face. Ah, that's what I mean. I'm sure I. He could literally just be a fucking holding midfielder for fucking Detroit Storm or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's fucking go on, mate. Uh, what, what were we talking you, about? You were telling I, us who your Jokers. favourite Joker is, Buzz. I was. I think, I um, think so. Martin, right, so. Martin tell us his was Heath Ledger. You see what two strong IPAs at fucking mid-afternoon will date you? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh so I mean I think I think it's it depends on obviously I'm I'm very much coming at it from the non um, superhero aficionado and I, I obviously love how this origin story is is portrayed in in, in Heath uh, in Phoenix's character. I'm also taking into consideration the fact that you don't get to see him as the Joker in in the actual sort of Batman v Joker type scenario. Mm-hmm. But even then, I still like this better. There's something about I think to myself, if you were to transplant Phoenix currently, 
into the role of the active Joker, the established Joker. I think that would be fun. I think that would be a whole different character. Um, you know, the frailty, mm-hmm. uh, physically, the sort of just what what, what Phoenix brings to it uh, visually, um, and obviously just for his performance in this film, I would I would pick him. But Ledger, of course, was amazing. Like I said, there was just this whole furore when it happened and, and we all lost our shit and had to go and see it because it just looked so good and, and even to this day that, that performance is still certainly the best that's been put on film of the Joker um, but I already feel like this has a kind of sentimental uh, for, for lack of a better term um, thing for me where I just think I think he's absolutely fantastic so I'm going to go for Phoenix and the rest of them are like Romero's camp isn't he? Uh, like, um, so is Jack Nicholson I mean who else Jack, well, we're not, I haven't even talked about Jack Nicholson. So even that, even with that though, Jack Nicholson still like when you look back and that looks a bit kind of uh, looks looks naff now. It, it was meant uh, it was meant to be that way though. It's like I mean, it's Tim Burton, true, you know. Tim, yeah, I I still find it quite funny that they somebody said who should we get to make Batman? Oh, let's get uh, Tim Burton. Um, I mean, I like Tim Burton, but I just think it's a funny choice. I think it's, I th- but you can you can kind of see it though because it's the it's the comic book excess. It's like yeah. the caricature. Aye. He's obviously had a had, had a, um, a history of sort of making facial caricatures. Aye. I think. I, I, I think so. I, I like the Tim Bur- Burton Batman films, and um, uh, I think they're a lot better than the Batman films that came after it. Until obviously you get to Nolan's like reimagined and. Grounded Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. Nice um, to see you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, how bad, how bad is that film? Oh, oh, come on. It's amazing. I love that he's got a back credit card. God, and it makes a noise when he pulls it out. Unbelievable. That's a whole different thing. We, we, I think at this point we should maybe start considering doing shape films. Aye, we should do Batman and Robin, 100%. I don't know. Absolutely horrendous. Anyway, um, so, Roscoe, who are you going for? Um, well, I do. I think each one of them, the only person, and I think you did miss it out in your list, Martin, but, I mean, it's probably better to pretend that he didn't ever do it, was Jared Leto. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I so, Oh, God, I um, just, just fire that performance and the film Suicide Squad into the black hole with a pizza. Um, <laughs> just, just delete it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just me hanging over the edge of the, uh, the event horizon uh, of the black hole trying to fish the pizza back uh, out. <laughs> no uh, come back so you stay in there Jared Jared you stay there pizza come back um, no, I, I like Jared Leto I just know that that character performance um, I, uh, Jack Nicholson's good and he suits that film it's just I, it's, I don't know if it's aged that great it's still, still good fun to watch Um I on paper, Nicholson would, would should be amazing. I know, I, I, and he, I still, it was amazing. I still it's just it like it's a different character. It's just a different type aye, of exactly. joker. Exactly, he's a, a, a mafia guy. Aye, aye, aye exactly. It's, it's a different. Style. I like the pinstripes. Yeah. Aye, that's right. Aye, definitely. Um, yeah. So it, it it does it comes down to uh, Ledger and Phoenix, but I mean they're essentially playing two different characters, two completely different takes on it one yeah. with Phoenix is you're getting the complete origin story and then a very short amount of time with him as the Joker and Ledger you're getting zero origin story and just all Which the is good. Uh, all the, the kind of chaos and uh, the, the mystery adds to that is great um, I mean see even 
see the first 10 minutes of The Dark Knight, that could be a short film in itself, and it would be amazing. Definitely. Um, Robbery. Aye. Yep. Aye. Uh, I have to go for uh, Heath Ledger, just just because it's... He's, he's just the Joker all the way through it. He's not MDLs, yeah. and he's just... He's more threatening. I mean... Well, that's true, right? Like, and at the same time he's, he's proper intelligent as well aye 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 he's, he's you can't there's not any question about that um, but he's also just a complete agent of chaos see, see in the dark night when he's like kind of get the big piles of money and he's sliding down them and then he just sets them all on fire <laughs> the, the guy's getting not he just wants to cause carnage brilliant and yeah aye. so ledger for me as well two ledgers and a phoenix I can totally see why most people would go for that. Like, it was, don't, don't get me wrong. I, maybe it's just because I've maybe it's just because I've seen the the the, the Phoenix one recently. I, but I, I think just, I was so refreshed by it. You we, know? we could revisit it, see see if there is going to be a sequel and Phoenix does it and he is playing the more of the Joker. Oh, that well, that would that would kind of answer that, our, our questions. That, that it, could that know? could change things potentially. Definitely. Let's let's see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going to make a uh, a sequel, who's it? What was the guy's name? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Yeah. If you're going to make a sequel, Todd, and you're going to make him the Joker Joker, as in out there doing his shit, you have our blessing. Um, just don't make it shit. Yeah. Just don't make it shit. And uh, the boy was going to make a sequel, but then uh, what happened was uh, Barry and Martin Ross on their podcast, they says, uh, just, you know, don't fuck it up, Matt. So the boy said, no, nah, no bother. <laughs> okay. Right, Ross, I believe uh, you have something up your sleeve for us. A, a trick. Um, no, I just thought I'd do, <laughs> do something different for a, a change. See, rather than lists and everything, just kind of freshen up a wee bit. Aye. So I thought I'd give you a wee, a wee quiz just on details that you've picked up in the film. So pretty much... Go easy on us, please. Well, pretty much where you watching, were you paying attention... Yeah. To what was going on? Um, okay, just so. to explain, the reason why Ross is doing this and not either two is is because he would scud us at it. So, <laughs> right, well, yeah. again, though, we might play this. We'll, we'll we'll see how we go. We might play this in a way. If if you both get a question wrong, I get a point, and then you know you can kind of ah. see if you can you can beat me at my own game type thing. But we'll, okay. we'll start off as a Martin v Barry thing, and it'll be answers uh, quickest answer first. Um, Okay, I so suppose I should. Let's t- hope there's no bad lag here on the internet. <laughs> I should. I suppose I should tell you the name that I've come up with. It. It's. It's a placeholder. Yes, it's a placeholder name. But we'll see. We'll see if people like it. Um, I thought it would have to be film based, because um, it is a film podcast. So, right now it's I'm Smarticus. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. I love it. I love uh, it. The, the thought is, whoever wins gets to say I'm Smarticus. But then we all say. Yeah, it. We could all say it. Aye. Or, or, yeah, I'm Smarticus. Or I'm Smarticus. And then the one guy at the film who who says it and he's got this weird like accent. That one always annoyed me. I, I love the joke where it's There was a guy who turns up he's got this strange like British accent or something. But I suppose they're all slaves, aren't they? So right. see see the joke where it's like the the one guy kinda jumps up and he's like, No, what are you talking about? He's Spartacus <laughs> uh, Oh man. Anyway, so That always like as much as like obviously Kubrick Praise be, but um, you, you've managed to fit in your once per ef- episode reference to Kubrick. I know they did quite well, yeah. but um, the fact that there's folk in that film with American accents just really does annoy me. Like 
You're talking about some of the best fucking character actors in the world and all that. Like fucking Lawrence Olivier, fucking Tony Curtis, fucking Kurt Douglas and that. And then those guys with American accents playing Romans. Like, Jesus Just Christ. a product at its time. See if you want to see something really bad. Oh, yeah, so we captured Spartacus. See, see if you want to see something really bad like that, uh, Barry. There's one, and I can't even remember. It's, it's one of these kind of films about Jesus and John Wayne. Uh, turns up at then playing a, a Roman, <laughs> <laughs> and, like he's he's got the, the kind of pilgrim. Uh, pretty much at the end, he, he, can, he truly was the son of God. And I kind of I can't remember the name of the film, but I'll, I'll let you know. It's a bit better than playing uh, a Chinese man, though. Uh, Mongolian, actually. Oh my God, I'm as bad as him. Yep. Oh my right. God. Nobody beats Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right, here we go. Oh, I was smart right, let's, let's get ready. away for that conversation. Um, right, okay, he's ready. Born ready. Yeah. Right, first one, I'll, I'll ease you into it. What position okay. was Thomas Wayne running for? Mayor of Gotham. Right, that's one point to Martin. Oh, God. That was the obvious one. I just thought it might, might, might be too obvious. Right. Number two, what is the name of the clowns agency that Arthur works for? For fuck's sake. Oh, Is it a clown in the name? No chance. Nope. Nah, I've got no chance. I don't know. Nothing's even sprang to mind. Nah, he's again. Nah. Nah. Ha has. Ha has. Oh, God. Right. Number three. What weapon does Arthur use to kill Randall? <sighs> Scissors. Yep, one for Barry. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Right. Number four, what classic rock song plays when the Joker is in the police car? Oh God! Oh God! Oh, it's um, um is it no credence. No, no, it's um cream. Uh, oh, white room, white room, cream. See, I don't know who to give that point to there though. I give the song. No, to me. clearly me. No, you said is it cream? The song's white room. Aye, but you only knew it because I said cream. <laughs> Aye, but I, I'll give the right answer. I'll give you half a point each. Hey. What's the song? Is it Cream, the band? Yeah, I'll give you half a point each. Um, <laughs> so, th- this one's kind of difficult, but either of get this thing he's win, because right now he's are sitting at one and a half points each. So, name either film playing at the cinema the Waynes are at during the riots. Modern times. No, I, I, I'm not going to take that answer if you want. See, like, before they get murdered, see right at the end. Modern Times is at oh, the charity um, ball. The... Oh, there's two. Uh, oh, out front, aye, there's... Aye. there's, oh, there's um, it's e- the either, fucking... Either uh, one of those. Is it the... It's a Zorro one. Oh, God. Um, oh, fuck. I think it is a Zorro one. The Flash of Zorro or something. Is that point for Zorro? No. That is nonsense. The flesh of Zorro. No, right, you're knocked out, Martin. Baz, you're gonna have a stab in the dark. When, when was that in the rules? I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna take one answer off you. Your first answer is your final answer. That's it. No rule. Box. It's my quiz, mate. Do what I want. <laughs> that always just reminds me of Bill Hicks. <laughs> Sorry, George. You gotta have talent. <laughs> no rule. <laughs> So good. Um, right, you taking a stab in the dark, um, Barry? Before we call it. Oh, it's I, there's a Zorro one, but is is I'm trying to remember what the other one is. The other one that says in game. No. 
No. Is there no something? I'll, I'll tell you the right, name. No, is it no get something like offensive in the name? <laughs> um, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you that. So the first film that was on was Blowout, which is a John Travolta film. And the Zorro film. The Gay fil- Blade? Aye. Zorro the Gay Blade. <laughs> what? That's right, so it is. <laughs> We're all uh, about 30 years old, by the way. <laughs> no, but we're not laughing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. So, oh, there you go. That, oh, that's, right. um, so, uh, to clarify, we are not laughing in a homophobic fashion. <laughs> uh, we are laughing because, uh, unfortunately, we grew up in a time where, unfortunately and regrettably, um, thankfully we've made strides since then but what happened a lot in the playground was uh, if you wanted to insult someone you would say that they were homosexual am I right? yep which is bang out of order but one of the um, at least we now know the origins of calling somebody a gay blade <laughs> exactly well that's what I've got to say one of the, one of the things uh, that was used quite a lot was the term gay blade um, so one word. I mean, that's the only reason I'm laughing at that because it just it ca- catapulted me back to um, unsavoury characters calling you a gay blade. <laughs> you know. anyway. So there you go. Scores in the doors. One and a half points for the two of you. And if I count up points for myself or ones that you get wrong, then I would have two. But we can we can finalise the format and the rules. Oh, right, okay. If he's enjoying it, well, I don't think either of you get to say that you're Smarticus, so... Martin, I just say five different answers and hope that one of them sticks. He never said. Uh, next, next time... It's like that episode of The Office. He never said fucking you can only get one. No rule. <laughs> who's, the, who's the Cuban leader? <laughs> tell tell him what you said. Tell him what you said. Frey Bentos. Go on, then. Frey Bentos. Oh, Frey Bentos, by the way, again, I think we need to describe some of this because we know that we have um, transatlantic listeners. Um, they have no idea what Frey Bentos is or what the original office is or they fucking should I, but, of course they do uh, so the original office with the with Ricky Gervais um, Frey Bentos is a tinned foil type <laughs> pie that you put in the oven <laughs> <laughs> anyway on, on that bombshell um, let's wrap things up so it's been a pleasure as always folks um, that's the Joker it's a wrap um, maybe just say thanks to people that have been listening. Thanks, people. What is it on a podcast one say? Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Are you doing the, are you the, doing the, the podcast? Boys, the boys for the some... podcast says that. Still doing the podcast. <laughs> that would that would really blow their minds, wouldn't it? When you think about it, what's that? That, that would really fucking blow their minds. Like radio for your phone. When the, are you on the wireless? Yeah, you, you still you still doing that uh, hang on the wireless. <laughs> face off! I fucking love face off me. <laughs> That uh, one with the boys swap I mean, I mean, gone to see Zorro the Gay Blade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I seen the uh, face off at the picture house at, at the what's the picture house with your with your mammy when we were sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Back in those days, there were uh, five picture houses in the main street. You didn't need to go into a turn, you see. Anyway, Three. aye. So thanks to everybody that's been listening thus far. Um, it really has been very encouraging yeah. and, and, and 
kept us going, um, gave us the motivation to keep going. Hopefully you like what we're putting out right now, but uh, get in touch, like, share, subscribe, all the rest of it, um, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,